0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. Christ
1: is risen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Saints, Jesus is out. The tomb is empty. He's loose. And He's after you. Like a lion escaped from the zoo. And it could be right to run, to be a bit afraid of this, because after all, people, at least normal people, stay put. When you put them in the grave, they stay there. But Jesus is no normal man. He's God in the flesh, in your humanity. God become your brother. And now, having suffered all the things that you deserve on the cross, God become your Savior So your sin and your death and your suffering, the wrath of God, your grave, all of these things Jesus has taken for Himself. He bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. All of this cross and this suffering and this grave, it should be yours. Or better, you should belong to them because you, after all, are a sinner. Born a slave to sin, you are dying. You are deserving of God's anger and God's wrath. Now, there is a danger that we pass over this too quickly. We perhaps have to get this point just briefly, dwell here for just a bit. Because if we don't understand this, that we deserve God's wrath, then the cross and therefore the resurrection make no real sense. So, Paul describes you, Paul the Apostle, describes you like this in Ephesians. We were, by nature, children of wrath. Which means that we were born sinners, or born despicable to God, born offensive to His holiness. We were born fit for nothing other than hell. And that we don't know this, or don't feel it, that we're tempted to think of ourselves that we are pretty good people, shows us only how deep the sickness goes. It's like the person who feels pretty good right before they had a Heart attack. They might have felt pretty good, but they were sick. So, no matter how you feel, you are a sinner. But that's the business of the cross. It's what Jesus is taking care of in His suffering and His death. Your sin, yours, was piled on Him. And the suffering that you deserve is piled on Him. Your death and your hell were heaped upon His shoulders. And there on the cross, it is finished. And now He's loose. Death was not strong enough to hold him. He burst through these iron bars of death, broke apart the bonds of the grave, tore loose from the grip of the devil, and he's out, he's risen, he's alive, he is resurrected, and, dear saints, he's after you. What are we to do with a man who won't stay dead? Perhaps the question, the better question, is this. What is a man who can't stay dead going to do with us? And this, is, dear friends, is the question that defines our life and defines our death. And the answer is this. The one who can't stay dead, the one who is after you, this man loves you and he forgives you and he befriends you and he speaks kindly to you. Because this Jesus who is dead and raised, this Jesus who is after you, is after you with his resurrection. He is pursuing you with his life. He is chasing you down with his forgiveness. He is coming to you with his truth, tearing away the delusions and the lies and comforting you with his love and with his promises and giving you life. This Jesus is after you, but He's after you with the gifts of the cross, seeking you like a good shepherd who leaves the flock to find the wandering sheep and finding this sheep, finding you, lifts you on His shoulders and carries you to safety. He seeks you to save you, to rescue you, to bring you to His eternal dwelling where the angels are singing without end. This is the one who's after you. Now, it's true That the devil is also after you, tempting you, troubling you. But dear saints, what of it? Jesus has stomped the devil under his feet. Jesus descended into hell and preached a sermon to the devil, a sermon of his own victory on the cross. Jesus is risen. He is broken free from the devil's grasp. He's made a public spectacle of the devil in his cross and in his empty tomb. Jesus is the stronger one. And he has taken the cords that the devil used to bind you, the cords of the fear of death, and he's ripped them off of you and used them to bind up the devil and looted his house that is the grave. The devil is after you, but the devil has already lost. Jesus is risen, and he's alive. It's also true that death is after you. But, dear saints, what of it? Jesus. Your Jesus has triumphed over the grave. He has punched death in the mouth and knocked out all of its teeth. Jesus has made a way straight through the grave so that He, that we with Him will come out the other side. Remember the picture of this. Imagine yourself standing in a line. It's a particularly long line and it just so happens that everyone in the world is in this line and this line is leading to a curtain. And as you get closer to this curtain that you have to step through, that's where the line leads, you start to see some shadowy figures, some sort of action happening behind the curtains. And the more that this line progresses, the closer that you get, you can start to make out what's actually happening behind the curtain. There's some sort of wicked malice St- malice-filled strong man standing there on the other side of the curtain and he has in his hands a massive mallet. And whenever anyone walks through the curtain, this wicked man swings the mallet and knocks him in the head and they crumble down into a pile and they're dragged off. And this is frightful. And the closer you get, the shorter the line gets, the more frightful it gets. But then you see up front someone cut into line, which is astonishing because everyone in line is trying to figure out how to get out, right? (laughs) Someone up front cuts into the line and he walks through the curtain. And just like everyone else, the mallet is dropped on his head and he crumbles to the ground in a heap. But before the demons can come and drag him off, this one stands back up. And he looks at the wicked man holding the mallet and he takes the mallet from his hand and smashes him on the head. And as the devil falls over in a heap, he takes the mallet of death and tosses it onto him. And now behind the curtain, you see the shadow of your Jesus with arms stretched out waiting for you. And now this line can't move fast enough. Death is after you, but what of it? O grave, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But praise God who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. This one has risen, has conquered the grave, has destroyed the devil and has forgiven your sins. The tomb is open. Jesus is out and He is after you. And this is your comfort. And you should know, dear saints, that every time you take your Bible and you open it, you're letting Jesus out. And he's after you. Every time the veil is taken off of the altar, Jesus is out. And he's after you. Every time you come to church, every time you hear the gospel, the one who came out of the grave is coming for you. And this is good news. It is the best. Because this Christ is risen, he's alive. He comes for you. And He's found you. He has forgiven you. He has called you His friend. So for us who rejoice in the cross and empty tomb of our Lord Jesus for you on the last day your grave it will be as empty as His. And your life will be as eternal as His. And your joy will be as full as His because Jesus is your life and He is your joy and He is your confidence and He is your resurrection forever and ever. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.